0: We play and call it work! What's going on everyone? Vito here from MiniWargaming.com, and welcome to my very first sit and talk all by my lonesome mommy wow i'm a big kid now what? (laughs) I'm joined by Colin by the computer. Oh, hey there, guys. (laughs) Um, And as usual, um, you guys know how it works. If you want to leave a comment uh, where I can answer your questions, please leave the command, which is exclamation mark. Oh my God, I'm already choking on my words. Uh, Exclamation mark ask down below that's how you can get your question so you ask mark ask and then your question you can leave one question at a time um and once i've read your question i can clear it and then you can ask another question so it just prevents you from um, spamming and leaving multiple questions but i will make sure to get to as many questions as possible um i will be answering as many questions as i can both in the chat live um and some questions uh, from the previous persons. Um, not previous persons, but the previous uh, video, which was Josh's video um, in the last sentence and talk. Uh, Colin, who is going next? Do you know? Yes, Because I, I am kindly, kind of interrupting the flow. I 100% didn't tell you that, so that's my bad.
1: So Steve will be next week.
0: All right. So if you want to leave a question for Steve, leave it in this video on the Mini Wargaming gaming Website for Steve. Um, that's who's going to be next. So ask or leave questions for Steve. Uh, and just a quick point for everyone:
1: How a does the audio sound? Mm, yes. Um, I have tweaked a couple things since our D and D live stream the other day. <clears throat> so um, just also the queue is yet to be open.
0: Uh, I'm currently going to be opening opening the queue right. Now, boom, cue is now open so you can start leaving your questions now if you'd like to. Um, So funnel in those questions. And
1: uh, I will continue saying my message of, yeah, we changed a couple (coughs) things. Um, I am still working on the problem and hopefully we'll be meeting with a friend this weekend in terms of learning how to use this soundboard better. Uh, to bring you guys better audio uh, especially for the (coughs) DMD show because that has uh, seriously been bothering me and uh, needs to be fixed because it's really affecting the stream and I apologize for everyone who has to sit through the (laughs) awful noises. Um, Audio sounds like you have a um, mic behind a pillow. However, overall, fine. Mic behind a pillow. Well, is that just me or Vito, Dr. Vulcan?
0: Oh, good question.
1: Is that both of us sound distant or just me? Because I'm also hearing my own voice through headphones. And I can't tell. Both of you. Just me? Oh. Vito talk more, Doctor Vulcan said. Talking talking, this is
0: Vito. Why, hello, Doctor Vulcan. Do you like the silky, smooth, raspy voice of Vito, Verano, The Best Doctor, of Vulcan, so many these
1: Okay, so it's just me. I can boost myself a little bit more. Again, it's really hard for me to get my own <clears> volume <throat> because it's in my own ears. And we have two subscribers so Ayo. far. So Mandolary511, <laughs> uh, t- Tier 1 sub, five months in a row. Thank you very much. Awesome. And we've got oh this is five hundred bits from Malicious asking
0: you, Vito, where's the vest? Oh, um today was a bit of an off day. No filming today, so I'm rocking my Magikarp shirt. Love me some good Magikarp.
1: Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, we love
0: we, we love us some Pokemon. Yeah. You also I... have a Meowth in your office. I do have a, a plushie of a Meowth, it's about this this big. With a Pokeball too. Yeah, I like Pokemon. So So's my fiance
1: yeah and and just for chat um we are a pg friendly chat so <clears throat> please keep all words that you know we can actually say on video so i i apologize if you know you get banned in chat but again <clears throat> pg only guys it's mini war gaming we got to keep our standards the way they are
0: absolutely and if you don't i'll get my cousin vinny after you i actually do have a cousin named vinny
1: all right i got one more thing to say the mac allen tier 1 sub 3 months in a row hello mwg hello awesome there. hello and i will uh uh, stop talking. Let Vito actually take over his show. Go, Vito. Answer questions.
0: All right. First question, number one, from Lavarius. Vito, what are you doing pre... Oh, what are you doing? What were you doing previously to mini-wargaming? What's your story? Uh, do you still do these things? All right. So, um, this may be a little bit of a long question, so let's break it in. I think it's a very good question. What was I doing previously? Um, <clears throat> so, I was... Um, I was in university. I was in my third year of social work. Um, prior to that, um, I had graduated from, where did I graduate from? Uh, so I had graduated from social service work um, at, not York, but, um, oh, what's the college? Bum, bum, it was at a York, uh, Seneca. I had graduated uh, social service work at Seneca. Uh, prior to that, I was doing personal training for about five years. I had my own little business, but I also worked at a studio downtown. Um, and I had graduated from a uh, George Brown College from the um, uh, a personal training uh, uh, course. Uh, I think it was called, oh, what was it called at George Brown? They recently changed the name but it was a two-year program. Uh, So I've been in school for quite a bit of time. I have two college degrees and I was halfway through a university degree. Uh, The reason why I switched from personal training into social work um, was because um, for a breast cancer charity game, I was doing soccer uh, for breast cancer research um, and I blew out my knee having to have reconstructive knee surgery Um, and then after I took a year and a half out of work to kind of heal and to recuperate, uh, but then the doctors had told me that, you know, Vito, you might want to reconsider changing your career path. Um, So I decided I still wanted to uh, be in the helping professions in some kind of a capacity, Uh, so I thought, you know, social work might be the field for me. Um, I wanted to I was thinking about maybe going into the military military route, uh, helping with soldiers uh, coming back from war and helping them uh, reintegrate into civilian life. <clears throat> but then I realized um, I didn't really want to go in that direction. So I thought maybe um, helping uh, couples—you um, know, uh, those couples that kind of still want to rekindle their relationship and stick together. Uh, Or, you know, if they decide that maybe um, they don't want to stay together and maybe kind of amicably splitting apart, Uh, just kind of bridging that gap. So I thought about doing that. So I uh, graduated from Seneca College um, in social service worker, and then I bridged into Ryerson University. I was in my third year of university, um, and then that's when Dave had approached me uh, asking about the bunker and if I wanted to participate uh, in uh, making his vision, <coughs> excuse me, um, about what the, you know, his vision of what the bunker was, and uh, I wasn't currently happy um, at Ryerson doing social work. Hey uh, yo,
1: that's my university too.
0: Uh, yeah, I actually saw Colin uh, on campus. I, I looked back and am like, is, is that Colin? I'm like, nah, I'm not gonna say hi. And then sure enough, when I ended up coming to, to many Ward, I'm like, hey Colin, was that you? And he goes, yeah, I'm like, I is that hi. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, um, I wasn't happy at, at Ryerson, uh, so I took Dave up on the offer. I took a hiatus on school for about a year and a half, and I, uh, started working on the Mini Wargaming Bunker, and, uh, sure enough, after about a year and a little bit of working on the bunker, uh, doing all the awesome studios that you currently see, um, I was primarily a painter. I think it was, um... 99% 99% painting on all the studios and maybe about 20% construction. The other two guys were um, Andrew or Drewski and then Mike Grove. They were the other construction guys on all the studios. Um, and then uh, Matt and Dave had offered me a job uh, being a content producer, uh, meaning board gaming. So that's kind of my little bit of history. Uh, the prior Vito origin story, yeah, kind of the Vito origin story of mini war gaming. Also, I did a little bit of commission painting on the side. Um, I was doing that a little bit of quasi full time to help me, <coughs> excuse me, uh, pay through school. And that was actually, that was actually very successful for me. Uh, it helped me pay all throughout university and all throughout college as well. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my uh, my origin story. So let's hit next. This is from Bullfog, Bullfrog2070. Any advice for painting white armor? I'm looking to paint old-style world bears as renegades. Also, did you paint your white scars? Gotta go fast. <laughs> um, so the white scars that I play on the channel, uh, I did not paint those. Uh, those were an old studio army, uh, which I, I gotta get back into playing those. I always had a lot of fun playing them. Uh, but as for advice for uh, painting white armor, all depends are you using an airbrush um, if you're if you are using an airbrush painting white is fairly easy or at least the way I, I paint white um, if you are using an airbrush I love the color of Vallejo off-white I use a black primer uh, which is very strange you would think oh, you prime something white or, or gray and then you put the uh, Vallejo white in your airbrush mix a little bit with uh, you can use water or you can use a, um, a medium, and you literally just use trigger control. Uh, you can set the PSI to maybe around 20 to 30, uh, but I, ha- I always set my PSI to 60, um, which is, it seems high, but I have really uh, good trigger control, um, and I just kind of, I feather, <coughs> excuse me, from the black primer, and then I build myself up from the black to a gray to a white, just using pure white. Now that's a little bit more of an advanced technique. So if you're not using an airbrush, I would recommend if you're just using like a, your standard uh, brush technique, I would start off may, by maybe using a, uh, a gray, maybe like a dark gray or a light gray, and slowly build your way up, um, maybe using like a Celestia gray or even um, an Eshin gray. Start with Eschen gray, build up with Celestia gray. Always thin coats, thin coats, thin coats. Always building up, thinning it down with water, and then finally go into your white scar. And then oh, I have something in my eye. I'm terribly sorry. what was oh, that? Nope, nope,
1: I don't, I don't take that. That's not acceptable.
0: You don't, you don't. That's not acceptable. Nope. You guys still not see my eye tr- trigger like that? That was awful. Trigger, Ooh. trigger warning. Trigger warning. And then yeah, um, slowly build up thin layers, thin layers, and then that, that should do with. Um, painting white. I haven't painted white like that in such a long time. Um, so that, you, that's how I would go about doing it.
1: Now you did paint a good number of Menoth models for us, actually, mm-hmm. which is one of the first things that I've ever seen that you painted back when War Machine was still a thing we were covering. Yeah. So we have a beautiful Menoth army that Vito painted, and it doesn't touch a table. Oh, so sad.
0: Yeah, you can actually find um, the video for that. I think it's like Vito Verano Painting. Just type in Vito Verano Painting, um, Mini Wargaming, and then you can see the, the ad for that. Um, and that's the Menoth army that I think was used maybe in one battle report. And then you'll never see that army ever again. But yeah, it's that's kind of sad that that army will never get used ever again.
1: Hey, if it makes you feel any better, I have one of those models at my house that I use for D and D. D, yeah. But
0: next question: Why didn't it go next? Uh, Kulan. Oh, there we go. Doctor hey, Vulcan. Uh, if you could pick one AOS army for GW to revisit, rework the rules for what would it be and why? Bretonians, 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 and why? Bretonians is an army that is so near and dear to my heart. Is the army that I first started off with. Um, the look of them, that the the French Arthurian look to them. Uh, when I first started Bretonians, I had painted them up. To look like um, uh, a king, a Kingdom of Heaven theme. Kingdom of Heaven is a movie that has um, uh, not Christian Bale. Uh, what's the actor? Colin. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. I was finding your video and posting uh, it in chat. Uh, Kingdom of Heaven. Um, uh, Orlando Bloom, uh, Liam Neeson in there. It's a it's like a Crusades movie. Honestly, and
1: I've been told to watch it. It's it, it, it's,
0: it's a great movie. It's not historically accurate at all but it is a fantastic movie. Sorry, are you looking for an actor? I I, I just said it. Oh. Thanks, though. Appreciate like, Appreciate it there, bro. I went all the way to IMDb for you. <laughs> I, no, it, it's okay. You're, you're a good kid. You're a good kid. Uh, no, it's, it's a fantastic movie. I highly recommend everyone watch it just for the cinematic experience. Um, yeah, Bretonians 100%. They're a fantastic army. Green Knight, mm-hmm. um, Pegasus Knights, even Knights Errant. They're very lowly knights. They're absolutely incredible. Um, I really wish GW would revisit them. We actually have a guest, Corey. He brought in this helmet. He's wearing chainmail armor, and he's he's playing Bretonians right yeah, now. Yeah, did and we just never address the helmet this
1: entire time?
0: Yeah, actually. <laughs> <laughs> we just had a helmet here. Yeah, uh, yeah, we've got a guest who's wearing full uh, chainmail armor right now. If you want to
1: check out a photo, you should follow us on Instagram. com slash mini wargaming, I think. Sure, sure, sure. Use Instagram.com.
0: Sure, why not? Sure. Hashtag sure. Uh, Richards, where is your vest? <laughs> uh, today was a little bit of an off day. I wasn't doing any filming. Uh, so not to get, you know, my nice clothes dirty. Uh, just wearing a regular t-shirt today. Cash day. Come on, Picnacks. What is going on here? Hello?
1: You having a little issues?
0: Yeah, I'm I'm picking Picnacks and it's not... Oh, uh, there we go.
1: Maybe just be a little bit more aggressive. With your clicking. Sure. You are using a trackpad, so. Uh
0: Ja, ja What game do you wish
1: It's it's wait, he sorry, he told me how to pronounce it. J. A. Waddell.
0: J. A. Waddell? Yeah. J. A. Waddell. Uh what game do you wish that mini wargaming would cover that they currently do not? Also, your thoughts on Wild West Exodus. so the first part of your question, um, I like to see more historical games Uh, i'm a big fan of the game uh, basic impetus or impetus it's a historical based game um, where you can paint any kind of army like romans or athenians ancient greeks and you can put them on like little squares like if you had my phone here you just put any kind of miniatures you want and it's literally just movement trays so you don't necessarily have to take your minis off you just put wound markers and you move the, your armies around and your units can become disordered or uh, depending if you go over a river, that would be really cool. Um, I love to see the Batman miniature game. Uh, it's a really great, great system. Uh, I would love to see that game get covered. Or even the DC miniature game. Uh, those are two games I really thoroughly enjoy. Uh, as for Wild West Exodus, I've never played the game. So I can't really speak to it. I'm not a big fan of westerns per se, but I do love me a good cleanest wood.
1: For sure. I played a, the small demo at Adepticon and it was—it seems
0: like a really fun game. Okay. And the models for it are uh, really, really nice. The models are cool. I mean, this is coming from a guy who hasn't played it, so I'm uninitiated. So I'll give the game a try and then that might uh, change my tune. So next question. Oh, maybe I do have to give it a good. Uh, yeah, that's what I gotta do. Good. Uh, Clip that. Click that. I said clip it. Clip it? Yeah. Mm, right. Clip that one too. Balfour, four. How long have you been painting? How long since you started painting before you felt comfortable with it? Um, So I've been painting. I, okay. So painting, I've been painting since I was a little kid. Uh, maybe three, four years old is when I first got my first painting set. Was I good? No. I mean, you know, I... I didn't paint painting the lines or anything like that. Um, but painting miniatures, uh, I started maybe, I'd say 11, 12 years ago. And I actually have uh, my very first model that I painted on my desk, not on my desk, but on the shelves um, upstairs in the kind of communal room where all the content producers are. Um, so if you ever, if Cullen's ever doing like a pan through in a open vault, and you see a little um, Knight Templar of a Bretonian with a trumpet, Um, that is my very first model that I've ever painted. When did I start getting comfortable with it? I'd say, so if I started painting 11 to 12 years ago, I'd say I started getting comfortable with it uh, maybe 10 years ago so maybe like within the first year and a half is when i started getting a little bit more comfortable i still wasn't uh, firm with the techniques um but that's when i started getting comfortable with my brush strokes things like that um i started when i first got my first airbrush um i wanted to bump up my commission painting um because i was just using a a brush but i wanted to get business faster i want to start getting better when I first got my, my airbrush is when I first tested it on a, a client's project. Now, you might be thinking, Vito, you're nuts. But I threw myself into the fire, baptism by fire, and uh, it actually came out incredible. Uh, it was one of those things, look, I, I, need to, I need to become better at this. So what a better way to experiment. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you, if you push yourself to the limits and you dedicate yourself to a craft, I absolutely believe that you, you can you can master it. Now, I'm not saying that I'm a, I'm a master at painting, but I, I do believe that um, uh, I have pushed myself to enough where I I can call myself a good painter, but I'm, I'm also learning. Every time I, I grab the tools of my trade, I'm constantly pushing myself and learning new things all the time. Gotta push that envelope. Yeah, buddy. Never get comfortable. <clears throat> Heavy Glenn, what is your favorite named character in *The Thousand Suns Legion, and why? Whew. Um, okay, so you might be thinking it's Magnus the Red, but it's not. Um, it's actually um, a character named Colophus. Um, he was the leader of the Pyre Cult, um, and he was the leader. He uh, the Pyre Cult was one of the cults who like dabbled in the fire magics, um, so they can manipulate fire. They can make um, the enemies melt um, in their armor. They can make it rain fire and shoot fireballs and things like that. He also, uh, Colophus, uh, he really was the proponent who um, loved the automata within the um, Thousand Suns Legion. And during the Battle of Prospero, he commanded one of the largest um, titans um, in the battle. And he summoned so much psychic might that he caused this titan to explode and they like destroyed uh, half the battlefield, including one of the um, uh, the temples that he was inside, one of the uh, the pyramids. Um, so Colophus is absolutely one of my favorite, favorite characters. He was so arrogant that um, he thought he can control so much psychic might that the titan that he was commanding and uh, himself just exploded. So I, I love that book. I highly recommend you read it. And Colophus is such an awesome character. Um, Draculian ideas for this blank Selenesh wall I'm staring at in the next studio over. Oh, I guess you're watching that. Uh... That would be Corey. Oh, Corey, yeah. <coughs> um, okay, so that studio, we actually had... Um, uh, oh, that's, that's Draculian. That's, yeah. That's Corey? Yeah. Oh, okay. Hey, Corey, what's going on? Um, so, yeah. So that Silanesh wall, we had intentions, I guess for everyone who's kind of cluing in. So uh, in the studio next over, um, we have the cornwall. we have the Nurgle wall, there's the Zinch wall that's, you know, multicolored that still needs work, and then there's the Silanesh wall where it's all pink and purple. Um, we had intentions <clears throat> where it would be the Emperor's Children kind of um, feather with the, the clawed talon. But then that clawed talon would be manipulated by chaos, where it would form the uh, Selenesh kind of, um, you know, that half moon. So that would be uh, manipulated by chaos. So this would all be kind of 3D 3D design and then laser cut. And then we have these um, kind of like Harley Quinn masks that we actually have made. And then there's these black tentacles that we have with um, puffy paint which is a uh, a paint that when you apply, it raises. And uh, this puffy paint would go over on these white masks to create almost like a venom type of texture, kind of you know, like the venom tendrils. So that would go over the mask and that would go in the clutches of um, the... Um, Emperor's Talon. Children Talon. And then all over that pink wall where you have the the wing of the Emperor's Children symbol is more of this Venom type of tendrils. But unfortunately, we didn't have time um, to finish the wall, but that is still a work in progress for uh, later on um, down the lines. Hopefully so. soon. Hopefully soon, yeah. Let's jump in really quick to some of the questions that were asked uh, in the previous videos or in the mini wargaming um videos that were asked in josh's video big mikey asks Vito, favorite guilty pleasure movie and or tv show also with book eight and Horus heresy released anything you're super excited about to play keep on being awesome well big mikey you keep on being awesome so uh, for, the, for the first part of that question uh favorite guilty pleasure movie Uh, So I love The Predator. Uh, Whenever that's on um, AMC, because AMC's always playing that, I have to watch it. Um, I'm a big fan of the Expendable movies. Those are always really great. Super cheesy, but I love those. Uh, Terminator 2. I love Terminator 2. It's probably better than Terminator 1. These aren't really guilty pleasure movies. Sorry? These aren't really guilty pleasure movies. Okay, so... kind of. Okay. So what what would you define as a guilty pleasure movie?
1: I don't know, like something you feel bad about admitting to. Like I really enjoy like Dodgeball. Oh,
0: okay. And
1: Mean Girls. I would I would say like I really enjoy those movies, but I don't always like to admit it, especially amongst my more film background friends. Okay. Like, you know, a guilty pleasure.
0: Oh, so so, so okay.
1: Like TV show, I would say like How I Met Your Mother. Definitely not like the best show ever, but
0: okay. It's, so it's entertaining. So here's one for you, The a guilty pleasure TV show. Um, my fiance actually got me into Grey's Anatomy. There you go. I for when she first started watching, I'm like what, you, what garbage is this? What are you watching? And then I'd be you know I'd go back into my paint room, and she'd be talking to herself. Oh my god, I can't believe this person did this. What are you doing? And then I hear I take my headphones off like. What's going on? And then, whatever. Later on... sit down. Later on, I'd go grab something to eat. I'll be having my lunch. And then I'm watching it. I'm eating. And then I'm watching it. I'm like, well, okay, this is kind of interesting. And then, then now, we're sitting down at Netflix, watching stupid Grey's Anatomy. And I'm hooked. I'm hooked. I'm watching medical procedures. And I actually care about what Callie is doing. And what her love interests are. Do you believe? Now I know the people's names. And what Grey's doing. And how... Spoiler alert: Her husband's dead.
1: Whoa, whoa.
0: Yeah. Well, if you're not cut up, shame on you. Okay. And now I have to wait for seasons 15 and 16 to come out.
1: Some people are also saying that these still aren't one. Okay, I'll give you the the, the best one. I thoroughly enjoy watching RuPaul's Drag Race, and I'll admit it. Oh really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: You know what's really good show? Sabrina on Netflix. I love that show.
1: Happen even. Looked at that one actually. that is an
0: incredible if you haven't watched Sabrina on Netflix oh beautiful That's beautiful done. show <laughs> beautiful show hashtag done uh, also with book 8 and Horus heresy uh, anything I mean yeah I'm suited, suited I'm super excited for demons of the rune storm because uh, I'm as if you haven't already known uh, I'm doing hedonites of Slaanesh and because of I'm um, d- collecting Selanesh models um, I'm doing that for both 40k. Because I'm doing that for 40k and AOS, I can do that now for Horus Heresy. So I'm going to be doing that for Demons of the Rune Storm. There's a lot of cool combos uh, that I've been told. A good buddy of mine, uh, Kenneth, uh, he's Greek, he's got a super long name. Uh, I can never pronounce it, but he's, a, he's an awesome guy, super awesome guy. I love him to death. He's actually a groomsman uh, in my wedding that's upcoming. Uh, he's told me a lot about. About it. Um, so I'm super excited for that. Uh, next question from, oh, you get guys in these names Atarvicus. Atarvic, Atarvicus? Atarvicus. Vito, how is it to be filming bat, bat reps? Have you considered that when you uh, joined Mini Wargaming? If I remember right, you started uh, with constructions uh, for the bunker. I really enjoy your AOS Batraps best regards. Um, So how is it filming Bat Reps? They've gotten a lot better. Um, I was super nervous uh, when I first started. Uh, My very first Bat Rep was with Luca, and uh, my intro took an hour to film. My first Bat Rep took 10 hours to film. It took a a day and a half. Uh, Super nervous. Super nervous. Super nervous? Cullen? What? (laughs) I was super nervous, um, but um, uh, yeah, I, I, I considered that I was going to be super nervous. I was also thought I was going to be super confident, but that got shut down really quickly. But now I'm, I'm getting into my groove, I think. Uh, I stumble a lot with my words, but I, I mean, I think that's just natural. Um, and yeah, I did start with constructions um, with the bunker crew, but like I said, it was mostly a, a painting process. Uh, I jumped into construction here and there. Actually, with the Vatarak studio, um, Drewski and I, we completed construction in that studio within a week. That was the fastest studio that we completed, construction-wise, we were, I don't know how we did it. I guess we were on um, uh, energy drinks or something, but yeah, we, 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 we burned through that, uh, that one really quickly so we have fear x the x nads awesome <laughs> love it <laughs> fear the nads everyone fear you fear them be afraid i i am <laughs> uh, Vito, best in the vest and champion of vesticular fortitude got him uh, i've been really enjoying your contributions to the live role-playing role-playing campaigns especially Mrs. Doubtwater. Thank you. Uh, I'm curious if uh, you are into the idea of taking on your own campaign, uh, similar to Watchers in Death. I'd love to hear your ideas uh, you have on things you'd like to run. Thanks and keep up the good work. Thank you so much. Um, As to my own ideas, um, I'd have to run them by Matthew and Dave as they're the ones who are in charge, Um, but a couple ideas uh, that I've had is I'd love to do a morning um, TV show, um, uh, called oh what was it called again? Good morning. Uh, oh yeah, Good Morning Tara would be uh, Cullen and I running it. Uh, essentially just a morning show uh, where we can do it like live, and uh, you know we just uh, sit and talk with uh, all of you kind of live. <clears throat> we talk about what's going on. Maybe it's like a once a week kind of uh, TV show. Um, like a where, Monday morning or something. Yeah, or we can a Monday talk about
1: the things that happened on the weekend or yeah, or like that. during like
0: the whole week where we talk about what's going on in the wargaming community, new releases, uh, maybe a little bit of controversy things that people have talked about, like, like the new contrast paints. Maybe that can be a really cool hot topic that Colin and I talk about. Uh, maybe something that's happened in a tournament scene or you know things that you want guys want to talk about. Uh, we can release it uh, in a podcast format too. So if you guys want to listen to it in your drive. So it's essentially almost like a radio show that Colin and I can talk about And I can do my really cool DJ voice with Colin and Vito in the morning. You know, I, I wouldn't do that the whole time, but because uh, that'd be really annoying. And uh, I also really enjoy annoying Colin. Um... So yeah, so that'd be something really fun. But as for a miniature game, um, or a miniature you know, thing like Watchers and Death, I had a really fun idea, something that would bridge the gap between the Horus Heresy 30K and 40K, which would be something called the Great Crusade. Something we haven't seen on the tabletop, or I haven't seen on the tabletop, which would be um, the Emperor. So a model that would be based on the Emperor, and a really cool conversion that we could do is having the Roburti Goleman model, um, all painted up in gold. We can convert him with long hair, have a really cool talon, and he's got the flaming sword already, so hey, done. Then we get a couple of the Age of Sigmar um, Stormcast Eternals. We get them armed with the, um, oh, what are the the gold guys? Uh, The the Custodians, Um, but they're bolters then we get so we arm them with those bolters and then we get um, some guardsmen those heads with some plumes right and those can be the thunder warriors so we have the emperor with some thunder warriors very small maybe like four to eight of them so the emperor and the thunder warriors going from planet to planet and bringing planets under compliance but it's so we have 30k-esque type of models but all those models have 8th edition rules. So it's all totally custom, and those models, the emperor and his finest, the most bloodiest men, bringing those planets under compliance. And we can have uh, mecha arachnids, we can have, um, you know, renegade um, humans, uh, bringing all different types of planets and planetary governors under compliance. I think that'd be really cool um, there can be different seasons of it. Um, we can even introduce um, where the Emperor meets his sons, the different Primarchs, and show those really cool interactions. I think that'll be really fun. Um, I don't think that's ever been shown in Bat Reps before. Uh, and like I said, merging both um, 30k and 40k together. Uh, bringing both of those audiences together, because I think right now there's a little bit of a divide, and it's bringing those audiences together. So, that's something that I would love to see. Uh, so, let's jump back into the stream. Um, so, we have Big Dad Pete 91. What's going on, Big Dad? Uh, have you decided on <laughs> your dice design <laughs> yet? I have, yeah. Um, so, what it's going to be, it's going to be a vest design. It's going to be black dice with a gold pip. So, the actual dice or the Symbol is going to be all in gold. Die is going to be black, um, and that's it. It's going to be um, as fifty cents would once say. You know I'm not going to say it. Uh, you have Richard die tried? Uh, along those lines, I was thinking. You know. Uh, I know. Yeah, you you got it. You know, you guys can research it on YouTube. Uh, ruckus underscore muckus. <laughs> Uh, how about the next 24-hour stream? All the mini wargamings do a shave challenge at 2,000. Vito shaves off his goatee. 4,000. Vito shaves his beard. Uh, Cullen 140557. 1405. Oh, okay, sorry. I don't know about Vito shaves off his goatee. Sorry, Look at who me. is this?
1: Ruckus the Muckus? Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So at 2,000. <laughs> At 2,000, Vito shaves off his goat. His goat? His goat. <laughs> his goat. <laughs> 4,000, <000, laughs> Luca that one shaves too. his beard. 6,000, me. 8,000, Dave. And 10,000, Josh.
0: Okay, wait, hold on. So, if we surpass the 2,000, do I still have to do it?
1: Yeah, it would be a, I believe it would be collective.
0: Oh, man. I look too good with a goatee. It's a possibility. It's a possibility. I I, I don't know if I'd agree to it, but it's a possibility.
1: Man, like, if I shaved, I would just look six. Like, I would just straight up
0: look six. I don't know if my fiance would be happy with it. Let's just say that. I don't know if I'd be happy with it. Kroll, 46. High Vito. Yu-Gi-Oh! GX or original Yu-Gi-Oh! Bro. That's a not Yugi, even a question. Original Yu-Gi-Oh! Okay, never mind this Yu-Gi-Oh GX 100%. and the synchro summoning garbage. You gotta, you gotta get this, this card over here to synchro summon with this, and then I gotta get this hollow foil with this. Get this garbage out of here! <laughs> original cards where you gotta sacrifice. i do not gonna next question. What is this? I don't even this? know what
1: that is, man. Like, yeah,
0: just, what is just, this just, Yu-Gi-Oh GX? That Next question. Didn't even have Yugi in it. How do
1: they even name the show Yugi? Yeah, there's no, there's not even
0: a, a Yugi in there. Pfft, trash. trash. Corn hashtag or underscore puff. What armies do you have, and what armies do you want to collect <coughs> the most? All right. So right now, I the arm, armies that I uh, personally own are Daughters of Cain. Uh, I have about uh, almost about four thousand points. And I'm currently collecting uh, Hedonites of Slaanesh, um, Demons of Slaanesh, 40k, and Demons of the Roomstorm Storm, Slaanesh, for 30k. Um, and that's all that I have. I did have at one point about 12,000 points of Thousand um, Suns for 30k, but I uh, I sold that to get married, everyone, love is a wonderful thing but it is also the devil that is like the true test will you sell (laughs) your army italian weddings are expensive everyone all right uh catfish six 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 what is your favorite batman comic series slash story oh ah geez i love so many of them um so Batman R.I.P. or Batman Rest in Peace. That was a pretty good one. The one where like Batman dies. Um, hashtag spoiler alert. It's right in the title. Um, that was a really good one. Um, Batman: The Resurrection of Rachel Ghoul. That one was pretty good too. Uh, the court. Oh, Court of Owls. The Court of Owls is such a good one. If you haven't, okay, read Batman: The Court of Owls. That one is really really good. Also, any of the Batman: The New Fifty Two. That one is pretty good too. Um, the man who laughs—that one's pretty good. What else is good? Oh, there's so many good Batman stories. To be very, very honest with you. Uh, but I think maybe Court of Owls. I really like Court of Owls. That was a really good one. Next question. Uh, secondary. Said secondary. Said secondary. Secondary. Yes. What is your advice painting eyes? There are always something I struggle with. Oh, buddy. I just finished painting 120 eyes. Well, technically 121, because I painted some of Colin's eyes. Well, not Colin's eyes, but. So yeah, 22,
1: because him and the other guy. Uh, I, uh,
0: I painted 122 eyes um, <clears throat> for all my daughters of Cain. Uh, so what I would do for painting eyes, uh, this is um, a, technique, a technique that I learned about uh, 10 years ago. So if you're going to paint eyes, um, so let's say you have you've painted all your flesh tones and whatever. So all the flesh right here is all kind of fleshed out. Um, You grab yourself a dryard, dryard, uh, Uh, dryard bark. Dryard (laughs) bark. What's the word called? Dryad. Dryad bark, Um, or a um, what's the other dark brown? oh 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 um, oh
1: it's like dryad bark but different rhinox hide
0: rhinox hide. that's my favorite dark brown rhinox hide so you grab rhinox rhinox try that again rhinox how about hi- ride on how about you shut up <laughs> <laughs> okay this is why we should do a good morning show uh rhinox hide and then you do the entire uh orifice of the uh, <laughs> uh sorry what the orifice Surface. Thank you. <laughs> you do the entire surface of the eye, so like this kind of part here. All of that dry art. Dry Rhino- Rhinox hide. <laughs> I'm so tired. Uh, Rhinox hide um, in that brown, the dark brown. Then you grab uh, pallid witch flesh, and then you do a solid um, line of that white. Then what you do is you grab yourself a black, and then you just do a tiny little dollop of black, and that's how you do eyes. Very, very simple, three-step method, because um, if not, a lot of people what they do is just do like a thing of white and then black, and then your you are constantly... So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Have you seen my rats? Yeah. so that's They also how... look one way, and the other eye looks the other way. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so that's, that's how I like to do my eyes. It, it's a very subtle technique. Uh, it, it takes a little bit longer, but that's how I like to do my eyes. Hopefully, that was informative and I was I wasn't stumbling over my words. Let's give this a big mm, yeah,
1: look at that. Oh wait, apparently Balfour says we missed his Twitch question. Oh. Did you not answer uh which question what? Oh wait, I think that was for me. Never mind Vito. Oh. That was for me.
0: Excuse me. Lavarius, Vito, uh what do you think could get into the Harley Quinns? Uh, I need someone to take them from Quirk and I would love to see Selanesh, Demons versus Harlequins. Uh, what do you think could get into the Harlequins? I need someone to take them from Quirk. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know much about Harlequins.
1: To be honest, no one here really plays any Eldar anymore, and I think Eldar are probably one of the most
0: underrepresented armies on our channel. I mean, they're really cool. I like the whole jester the, the whole feel. It reminds me very much of the Joker. Um... But yeah, I uh, I don't really know much uh, much about them. do glass candidate,
1: That's all yep. I know.
0: Uh, let's jump right back into some of the previous uh, sit and talk questions with some questions for Notorious Vito, uh, Big Mikey part two for Vito. Uh, have Have you have to explain to any older relatives or people who don't know <laughs> what Warhammer is what you do for a living? Uh, that yeah, is um, my
1: least favorite question on the earth.
0: Um, so it was really easier before, um, when I was working at the bunker, but people would ask me what I do, and I'd say, yeah, you know, I um, I'm a set designer for a YouTube company. Boom, easy answer. Yeah, that's that's all I do. So now what I do is I say I work for a YouTube company, um, who does uh, films. They for a. Um, Wargaming game called Warhammer and I asked them if they've ever heard of it. Obviously, the majority haven't and then I tell them well, you know, there's uh, a game called Warhammer where people can build uh, and paint miniatures. Uh, these miniatures have different rule sets where um, you know, there's shooting and then there's combat and then the two um, armies they clash together and it's like uh, people playing with these armies they pretend to be generals and then this company films them and um there's people all around the world who watch these videos they can watch them on youtube and then they can watch them on this company's uh channel um in in a vault um and uh that's essentially how i describe what i do for a living um and if people don't understand then i try to explain it more and if i see like a milky glaze go over um then you know i can understand that they 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 just don't care um but besides that i just say that you know i um i work for a company that makes youtube videos and then they go that's what i go
1: that's exactly my answer and then then they say oh you you do know you
0: uh Oh, you know, you know, you do video games on YouTube. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what that I do. That is good
1: enough. Yeah. Because if I try to go any farther, it's it's such a such a weird question, yeah. and such a like it's almost like how much time do you have is the correct answer? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you do?
0: I really try to be polite to everyone. I mean, I I, I use that uh, as a daily life thing, but um,
1: unless he's dealing with his other coworkers.
0: That, that was rude. That's no way to treat a friend.
1: You screamed at me not five minutes ago. That's because you
0: were throwing shade, bro. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. R- rewind the clip. <laughs> Pull up the tapes. <laughs> Pull up the tapes. Uh, this is from Gibbo James. Vito, what Blood Bowl, hint, hint, uh, team would slash do you play? Um, so I've only ever played uh, two games of Blood Bowl. It was a learning game. It's two more than me. Um, and the, uh, teams that I actually do own are the Amazons, um, and, uh, I converted them up out of witch elves and they are based from both the, um, live action and animated movies of Wonder Woman. Um, so I actually have a Wonder Woman model that I converted up to look like Wonder Woman. my um, thrower. I converted her up to look like Hippolyta, which is Wonder Woman's mom. She's got blonde hair, to help me differentiate between everyone else. Um, My catcher is Artemis. That's from the animated movie, so she has red hair. Um, My blitzers, uh, they all have black hair. Uh, That's including Wonder Woman. And then all my lines women, they have uh, brown hair. And then everyone else has gold armor. So that just helps me differentiate between. But those are, my, those are my Blood Bowl teams. Moving down the line, the Danish Viking Alex at Vito. Uh, someone mentioned last week you had received some negative comments. Uh, I think you are awesome. Thanks, homie. I think you are awesome too. Um, those negative comment comments, I think those were uh, referring to uh, a recent uh, Hedonites of Slaanesh, uh bat rep that went up. Uh, Those um, negative comments were referring to uh, some rules that had gotten wrong and that I actually had forgotten. Um, I had just recently uh, read the book, I think, like, the night before or two nights before. Um, So it's really difficult when you're learning a new book and then trying to, you know, memorize everything. And then, you know, you're trying to... be entertaining uh, on camera making sure you're getting all the rules right in this case getting some wrong but then you're also entertaining your guest as well Um, and then you put out the video um, both in the vault and on youtube and then you're getting scrutinized um, by thousands of people Um, so you you are going to get some supportive people who do understand uh, but then you're going to get you know some keyboard warriors um who think they know everything um and then they're just going to chew you apart which is natural um and then you know i try to reason with people um but you know some people just aren't reasonable um but then there are you know there is going to be uh some people who say you know you know this is your job you should um <coughs> know everything that you're doing uh, but that's when i like to say well you know would you make that comment to a professional athlete would you make that comment to a singer or a pianist, um, a, a, a doctor, um, and anyone in a professional um, setting? Yourself, you know? At, what I'm trying to say is everyone makes mistakes. Um, so, yeah. And it, the thing is that um, I learned from my mistakes and I definitely address those things um in in future bat reps so it's definitely important to learn from your mistakes and 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 go forward so uh danish viking alex keep being awesome homie uh and thanks for your awesome comment the second part that he says is uh will you be playing a salinesh demons in 40k2 yes absolutely salesh is my favorite favorite god uh it then goes uh to zinch um then corn and then nurgle is my least favorite also, since mini wargaming, uh, also since mini wargaming finally have a forty uh, k thousand suns player, I do like playing thousand suns. It would be so cool if we finally saw a brother versus brother, Primarch versus Primarch battle, Magnus versus Mortarian. I really like that both uh, or that this battle is missing on this channel. Happy board gaming. Um, I think Luca is probably the uh, proponent to have a Mortarian on the battlefield, and then I'd probably have a. Magnus. Um, it's a little difficult because uh, we normally don't have um, content producer versus content producer. It's very rare. It's probably maybe on an off day when we'll have content producers versus content producer. It's better to have content producer playing a guest than having a content producer because we can maximize our content. And then playing a bigger game when we can have you know those both of those Primarchs playing against each other. Uh, would be a little bit more difficult but you know if luke and i ever have a, a down day uh, or if we ever want to have a, a big game i can definitely probably um convince him to do a magnus versus mortarian that'd be really cool uh star Max asks at Vito, what space marine model would you like yours to be for the company's sentinels of the forge army primaris focused to add on to the new guy feel also favorite war machines uh faction go Um, so I guess if you were to make me into a Sentinels of the Forge, um, army, Primaris focused, let's go with a Hellblaster, uh, because overwhelming firepower, why not? That'd be cool. Uh, Vito running around with a big plasma gun, probably gonna roll a one and, uh, roast myself. Why not? As for favorite War Machine and Hordes faction, I'm not a really big fan of War Machine, um, but because, um, like Luca, or Luca, uh, Cullen said, um, previously I did paint up a Menoth army, and I, I really do enjoy painting white, uh, let's go with, uh, let's go with Menoth. So, jumping back into Streamlabs, uh, Edelon asks, uh, did you try to play Bretonians with Kings of War rules? I've never actually played... Uh, Kings of War. It uh, looks like a really cool um, game system and rule set. I like the whole uh, hearkening back to 8th edition uh, with the whole movement trays and you can make like really cool dioramas. Um, so I've never actually played, but I like to play. I know Steve plays. Um, Cullen, have you ever played uh, Kings of War?
1: Yes. Um, a little bit. One or two with Steve. Um, and... Uh, I sorry I I was just typing a comment. Oh, What sorry. is the exact question?
0: Um, I'm just asking your opinion on Kings of War.
1: Oh, um, I really like the so I'm like torn between the idea of the dioramas because they're super cool to build and paint and be able to make like a really cool mobile. This is a unit, but I really don't like the non-removing of models. Right. Like there's something about that that just tracking wounds. Ah, it just it. it It doesn't really do it for me as much. I do like this simplified rule set, the simplified movement, and I think one of the best systems it's been done in is A Song of Ice and Fire, personally. Okay. I've played a little bit of that, uh, more than Kings of War, so I guess I can't say everything about Kings of War, because I haven't played that many games. Mm -hmm. But from the few games I've played of A Song of Ice and Fire, that's kind of like the best blend of the systems for me and then they've got the Game of Thrones skin on it which I know turns off some people but as a fan that's cool so that's kind of my favorite like movement tray based game right now
0: okay because you still
1: get the the, it moves super nicely Um, things make sense like the way cavalry work makes sense unlike original fantasy and uh, you get a yeah it's, it's, it's Game of
0: Thrones cool yeah Fair enough. Going on to the next question. This is from Russ, 31, or sorry, 31287. Probably butchered that. Any advice on painting Death Watch? I always have problems painting black armor. It always ends up looking more of a gray. Um, Are you painting with an airbrush or um, with a regular brush? Um, if you're painting with a regular brush, <clears throat> my advice would be you can... Um, so you, it says you're, you're going with more of a gray. You can always go with the blue, with a with a blue tinge. Um, so what you can do is uh, start off with a dark reaper, like an edge highlight with a dark reaper. Um, then work your way up to maybe mix in... So after you have edged highlight with Dark Reaper, um, <clears throat> get Dark Reaper again, and then uh, mix one to one with Dark Reaper and I think it's Sotec Green, which is actually blue. Um, it's actually my favorite favorite color in all of the GW range. It goes on so smoothly. <clears throat> so you mix those two together, and then you do an edge highlight on top of the on top of the Dark Reaper. Um, but making sure some of that dark reaper um, uh, sticks out. Um, So you edge highlight with that, and then you go, you grab that um, sotec green again, uh, and then redefine some of those edge highlights, but making sure some of that previous uh, one-to-one mix is still visible. And then you can grab like, what's another... Lighter blue, maybe like a rust gray as your final kind of like pinprick on all like the, so if you have your armor, so like let's say on this part of the fist of uh, a space marine, right, there's a a square. You grab like a rust gray and then you just go boop, boop, and then you have like your your, your pristine um, edge highlights. Uh, Conversely, what you can do if you want your grays you can do your rust gray, not rust gray, sorry, your eshen gray as your all-around all, all around edge highlights, or blight Dinge. Um, then you grab Dawnstone. So if you have your eshen gray all around, you then do um, Dawnstone from here to here, but making sure that some of that eshen gray is still visible. Um, and then you grab a Ministoran gray, um, and then just do your little... Kind of little um, triangles, and then that's how you do your little edge highlights. If that's how you're looking to paint um, your your black armor. Next question, <clears throat> at K Brohem. Hey Vito, wait. Which, which Space Marine chapter would you and Colin like to see get the primaris treatment, like Marinus
1: kalgar Or a Space Marine character?
0: Says yeah. Sorry, character, not chapter. Ah. Uh... The Primaris treatment.
1: To be honest, I don't. I have two different things about this. A, space marines to me are not honestly my favorite things ever. Okay. So I don't personally know like a buttload about all the per- like the individual characters. Fair enough. And then I come from fantasy where I don't like technically using special characters. Also, oh. like. So it's a it's a. It's a, a pass for me. I feel like I can't do this question justice, so...
0: Okay. uh, I mean, the con would be really cool to see him get the primary t- treatment and have him, like, on a really cool jet bike. That'd be really... Like, one of the jet bikes that the custodians ride on. Um, What about... um, What's his face from the Blood Angels? The... um. Mephiston. That'd be really cool to see him get primaris treatment. True. His model is super old. Yeah. Or, what's the guy with the, the wings with the big axe from the Blood Angels? Uh, uh, uh oh, I can't remember his name. Dante? No, not Dante. The guy, he's got a big murder axe. His his armor, uh, kind of looks like sinew in blood. He- Chat, go. Help. He's got like a big axe. Astarath the Grim. Is All that right. his name? Astarath the Grim?
1: Uh, Come on. Someone someone approve or deny. I think either. it's Astarath
0: the Grim. I'm gonna say yes, Astarath the Grim. That'd be really cool. Just big, big and bulk and uh, the big axe. That might be cool.
1: Yes, Astorath. You are correct. Okay. Thank you, Chad, for confirming.
0: Uh is it Jawadel again? J A Waddell. J. A. Waddell. I'm my apologies for uh saying the name wrong. Uh, what does the wall behind you, your left, not have bolts in it? Oh, over here. Um, so the way we were working um, all the panels was we were originally putting all the bolts in it. Um, these are faux bolts. They're um, they're just uh, laser cut and then painted to look like. Yeah, they're just MDF. Yeah, right? they're just MDF. Um, and then we did all the rusting effects. We were originally putting them on um and uh, we were told to stop putting them on because we didn't know uh, when the construction crew was coming in uh, if they were going to put real ones and then we were going to come in and cover them up Um, so they had gone ahead and then did that Um, so they just need to uh, come in and then reapply some of the um, faux bolts these uh recharge. yeah i
1: think there was like isn't there like a big box of those things yeah we have somewhere? like
0: thousands of them sitting around so that just needs to be redone not Again, redone just, but touched that
1: yep just not everything's 100 and that's one of those things that's still getting worked on
0: yeah we're just kind of stuck in this constant state of finishing things off mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. and whenever anyone has a free day maybe that's something that they can get to but when we're filming, we're filming and sometimes schedules are
0: tough. Yeah. Like today we actually call and I we just went up to the orc sleeping quarters, the orc hut, and we just did a little bit of touch-up work uh that needed to be done. So mm-hmm. I think it was just like ten minutes worth of work. You
1: yesterday had to do some again touch-ups because a lot of what's in that room came from our past orc studio. So, yes. that there was a lot of pretty much every panel that they used, there were portions that pink from the original under whatever that polystyrene.
0: Yeah, essentially the is. insulation foam. Yeah. Yeah, we, we transported the old Orc Studio uh, and we put it into the Orc Hut, which is the bunk room. So, yeah, we just transplanted it, and there's a little bit of pink showing. So, yesterday I had gone do did a little bit of touch up work. Um, and then today, Colin and I uh, just went back up to. Uh, touch up to And when he
1: says "him and I," he means I sat there and said, "Vito, that spot." And he's like, "I needed a good pair of eyes." And thank Corey for having a flashlight with him.
0: Yes, because that made life easier. Thank you, Corey, who brought in the. Jan Delore asks, "Have you seen the new Terminator movie teaser?" What? What? What is your There's a new Terminator movie teaser. Can they stop? No, no. Never stop making Terminator movies yeah. because suckers like this guy are constantly going to watch them. Terminator, I love Terminator. I love the Terminator.
1: Dito, you're you're what's wrong with Hollywood.
0: You're what's wrong <laughs> with Hollywood. No, I love the Terminator. Oh, I love Terminator. Terminator Genesis was good. You didn't like Terminator Genesis? It was so... Okay, maybe I'm just a sucker for Terminator. I love... I love the lore behind Terminator. is so good. Thank
1: you, Crawl Forty Six, for saying Genesis sucked, though.
0: But it did, didn't? Terminator Genesis was so good. Hello. Good. We're. Um, you want
1: to? You want to? You want to jump in just to throw everyone with up?
0: Yeah, we have uh, the bringer of the helmet, Corey, who's uh, he's he's jingling with his knight, or knight with his mail. You're gonna be my bodyguard. No, there Anyone who gives me flack, answer to him. But yeah, there's a new movie teaser for Terminator. What's your opinion of Terminator? You like the series? Say yes. Yes, up to a point. What's the point? Uh, that one movie where they did nothing but in the future. Okay, Genesis is an awesome movie, never mind what he says. <laughs> Moving next. Geofits4. How good of a painter are you? Any plans on entering Golden Demon next year at Adepticon? Um... Okay, so saying how good of a painter am I? Um, I mean, it's it's subjective, I suppose. I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn. Toot it. Um, I I like to think mm. that I'm good. I mean, you are good. Okay,
1: you are okay. above average. I mean, well, you are above above average.
0: Uh, Colin says I'm above average. He so.
1: painted me a really sweet kilt this morning on my barbarian for D and D that is
0: so good i love it and the whole time you sat there going why did you do this (laughs) okay i'll tell you what um i think i'm good i don't know if i'm good enough for golden demon um i've always wanted to enter because i like to think that i may be golden demon worthy but i don't know if it's me just being humble or not but i i I don't know um i i i want to but i'm i'm nervous i'm scared um I I don't know. I'm not a big fan of painting competitions. I've entered in painting competitions um, to find out that some of them have been rigged um, to purposely make me lose to make others within that painting competition win because the painting competitions that I have entered, uh, I've won too many. So they're like, you know, give other people a chance. So I I, I don't know. Um, Like I said, I, I like to think I'm good, but I also... I want to be humble, and I don't want to do my own mind, so there's that. Yeah. I, and I always want to go to Adepticon, but uh, we'll see. Yeah, hopefully next year, Vito. Join us. Join us. Join us. Mandalore511. Are there any non-Warhammer science fiction book series that you have enjoyed? Ooh, um, I can't remember the author. Um, a non-science fiction? Oh, so science fiction. Non-war armor science fiction. Okay, Um, there's a really great uh, book called The Last Days of Krypton. Can't remember the author who wrote it, but The Last Days of Krypton, and it's literally like um, the last, I think, couple months before Krypton explodes, and oh my goodness, what a fantastic read. There's like a war where General Zod, is it General Zod? Yeah, I think General Zod goes on a war and um, uh, Jor-el, he's like trying to save his son. I-, I highly recommend everyone read if you like DC and you want to know more about um, what happened prior to Krypton exploding. Kevin please. J. Anderson, is that relevant? Yes.
1: I just saw someone post that, and I was like, "This probably is a response to a question he yeah. asked." Yeah,
0: go please go and read the last days of Krypton. What mm, what a, what a, what, a, what a read. Uh, this is from Captain Spasmo. Is it actually as much fun working at mini wargaming as it appears, or does Matt lurk off camera, glow, glowering, glowering, glowering at everyone? Um, glaring, it's. I
1: believe it's glaring. Or
0: it's just, no, he wrote glowering, G L O W E R I N. Oh,
1: that doesn't seem like a
0: typo. Thanks for trying to correct me, friend. No, I was trying to. I thought it was just a typo. You're a typo. I'm just, I... I don't even know how to respond to that. I love you, Colin. Uh, the proper respond is I love you too, Vito. But hey, friend. Um, is it as fun working at me More giving? Yeah, no, it, it, it's fun. Um, there's actually a bat rap that went out. I think it was in the vault um, where uh, it was my first bat rap with Matt as an employee, um, where I was leading and Matt was just a guest. And the whole time, uh, Matt was like this. Just right over me. And I was so nervous. He I gives forgot, you those eyes. Yeah, I forgot how to play the game. I totally... And he doesn't do it on purpose. It's just it's just Matt being, you know, Matthew and the boss. So I, I, I totally forgot how to play the game. Super nervous. And he was critiquing me the whole time. Um, and my hands were shaking. I was just, sweating.
1: Just even yesterday... Uh... After the live stream, you know, all the cameras are set up in here, and I was upstairs helping Dave with something, and Matthew comes by, are all the cameras in the studio? Yeah, they should be.
0: They
1: should be? Like, they are? Yeah. <laughs> My phrasing isn't proper for you. Matthew,
0: so funny. Matthew does that all the time, but I rip into Matthew all the time. Um, so, like, for example, um, uh, in the mornings, uh, we kind of call out what studios we want to use, uh, so Matthew and I, we have this back and forth now where we call out the All Point studio, which is the Age of Sigmar studio. Um, and Matthew go, Vito, he'll, he'll, he'll lean out, out of his studio and go, Vito, I have the Age of Sigmar studio, okay, okay. And I'll be like, mm, no, it's mine. He goes, do you really want to do that, Vito? Are you sure you like working here? So Matthew and I, we kind of have this playful uh, back and forth, which is, uh, is kind of fun. I like it. Next question is from Richards with a one and a four in it. Um, Do you have a lot of experience in playing miniature games, maybe even in tournaments? Um, Well, I mean, I work at Mini Wargaming. Prior to that, um, I played a lot of 8th edition, um, fantasy. I played a a little bit of 40K, a lot of 30K, um, But because I'm playing a lot of AOS now and 40K Um, I'm a little rusty in my 30K right now. Um, I have a ton of Batman in the miniature game stuff, but I've hardly played the game. I just need to finally uh, build and paint my stuff. Um, I I do have experience in tournaments, um, but I'm not a big fan of them. I'm just not really big into the competitive scene. Um, The tournaments that I have done, (coughs) excuse me, I participated in them in a buddy of mine, Danny. Uh, he tried to build his own tournament scene called Clash. Uh, I built uh, all the tables. Uh, there, were, I built like 10 or 12 custom tables for him uh, and all the terrain for them. And they were just more for fun. They were just fun tournaments. Uh, one of the tournaments I ended up, I think I won best, yeah. The first tournament he ran, I won best painted. Um, and that's all really I was gunning for. I just wanted to have fun. And I was just aiming for best painted. And then the second one, same thing. I was, I was just aiming for best painted, just to have fun. And then I ended up winning best overall somehow. Um, it was for Warhammer uh, 8th edition. Um, and it was cool. I won like this really cool Conan the Barbarian sword, which I still have in my closet. Uh, th- that's my only really experience with tournaments. Um, but like I said, I'm not really a big tournament fan. I'm, I'm not big into competitive. I love more narrative and just having fun with my, uh, with my opponents. So if you come in to play a game with, with me, uh, expect to have fun, expect a little bit of a narrative thing, and just uh, expect to have a little bit of fun back and forth. So. Uh, next question is from Pezler Polychromatic. Pezler Polychromatic. Vito, how would I be able to get my hands on all your special dice? Luca is my spirit animal. Um, well, my dice have not come in yet. We're in the process of getting them made. Um, so as soon as dice come in, uh, I think we're going to be making them available to the public.
1: Now, this is... So, hmm, Now, I'm not 100% on it. But I know for sure that you can get them if you come in and play us. For sure. If you come in and you, you know, challenge one of us and you're like, hey, at the end of the day... Can I get some of Lucas' dice?
0: Yeah, we yeah. give you like a
1: handful. I think it's yeah.
0: It, it, it depends from content producer from content producer, but I think it's like you get like five or six dice and from each content producer.
1: I guess the other one is to like, depending on how recently we've made the order of dice, because we can't give away so many that the content producer themselves don't have any. Exactly. But exactly. Um, pretty much whenever you come in, if you request some, we'll definitely give you them here. And then for sales purposes, now, I don't know if like we're going to be able to sell them at Dan's store or something like that, but um, I guess we'll see now that Max Aggression just opened here. It mm-hmm. he opened, opened yesterday, so now we have an active store, and it's super weird because we have to keep all the doors locked.
0: That, yeah. Every time I go to open up a door, um, I, I walk into it now Yep. because the doors are locked, so that's fun. Next question is from Big Bad Pete 91 rap <laughs> why
1: brap, rap because he's Big
0: Bad Pete in the house brap, brap. Oh, I'm so I'm so a product of the 90s 1990 to be exact now you know my age uh, will you guys ever do a tale of four gamers and if you do because you put two eyes uh, which army would you do for either 40k or Age of Sigmar um, I think it'd be really cool to do a tale of four gamers uh i always um, read those in the the white dwarfs i think it was in the white dwarfs um uh, and if i were to do them for 40k or edge of sigma it'd probably be demons of slanesh or the hedonites of slanesh because that's the army um that i'm currently most focused on um mind you i wouldn't mind doing the daughters of cain i haven't actually played a game of daughters of cain in a while um, just because I've been working on 60, um, witch elves, and they've been such a grind, but I'm finally done them. I put them on the bases. Um, so I should probably do a, a Game of Daughters of Cain soon. Next question is from Ruckus underscore Imperial Romans or Caesarian Romans? I love the look of the Imperial Romans. Boring to paint, though. Um, yeah... Imperial Romans are—they're really cool with the um, uh, what is it—the the segmentum armor? Is it the segmentum armor? No, the uh, oh, what's it called with the the plate? I knew the name of that. I always knew the name of this. Ah, uh, this blah, 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 the logs. Blah blah. Oh, I, I used to know the name of this. Anyway, so Caesarian Romans are cool, um, but I gotta say imperial. Always love the look of the the, uh, the imperial Roman armor, absolutely imperial. But the Caesarian, Caesarian history is cool though. I really love Caesarian.
1: Lorcia Segmenta.
0: That's the one. This I knew was Segmenta something. That's the one. Cavetchi, Cavetchi, Cavetchi. If you could, what new fast attack option would you add to Imperial Guard? New fast attack option to the Imperial Guard. Um. I'm not too adept in Imperial Guard um, lore. Do they have something with motorcycles? I mean, I know they have the... Um, is it the Rough Riders, the guys on horseback? I mean, I've seen conversions. Uh, instead of Rough Riders, they have Rough Riders but on motorcycles. But I think it would be really cool to have like some kind of motorcycle or like a dirt bike fast attack. That would be really cool, wouldn't it? That's my opinion. Bretonians for the lady, yes or no on War Machines? Uh that's from Ja Waddell. J A Waddell. I was close. I was close. Bretonian for Bretonian for the lady, yes, one hundred percent. Yes or no on War Machines? The, the some of the models are cool. I'm gonna say no for me. Like War Machine, the game
1: or War Machine.
0: That's actually a good question. And,
1: uh, and like, hey, what, like I'm I not confused.
0: If he means War Machine's the game, I'm going to say no. If he means War Machine's for Bretonnians, oh, bro, trebuchets? Those things are amazing. 90 points for what they did? Take two all the time. Doesn't matter what points level you, you take. 3,000 points? Take three all the time.
1: For Bretonians.
0: Oh, for Breton Oh, my God. War Machine's all the time. Yes, uh, trebuchets. Amazing, best 90 points you'll ever spend. Tree bucket. Tree bucket. <laughs> actually, fun thing, I've been watching um, a YouTube channel. I think it's, oh, what's that guy's name? He does like a lot of medieval stuff. And uh, trebuchets actually didn't throw gigantic boulders as everyone um, are led to believe. Or at least the, not like the biggest one, which is called Warwolf. Uh, that one threw like massive boulders, but. The regular uh, trebuchet is only through, like, boulders yay big. Which, I mean, still do devastating damage, but not as big as Warwolf. Mm. That's interesting. <coughs> I'm a, personally, I'm a big
1: fan of Magna Giles. Magna Gauls, I've never heard that. That's like the, the, the catapult that shoots lots of little rocks. Oh, okay. And it's more for, like, destroying
0: towns. Have you ever played Medieval 2 Total War? No, I've
1: only played Warhammer Total War.
0: So Medieval 2, Total War, you can uh, equip your trebuchets to put a poisoned cow. Yes. And then that would, like, poison the infantry. Oh, was the guy you're talking about Shadiversity? Shadiversity, yeah. That guy's cool. I recently started watching his videos, too. Yeah, that guy's cool. And, like, I've been watching all, like, his historical stuff, but I've been really watching the ones where uh, he talks about, like, Skyrim. And if those castles are, like, fortified and where, like, he would put, uh, like, where he put defenses and gatehouses. And yeah, that was really cool.
1: Yeah, no, it's, he's, he makes good stuff. Um, the, the game that I played that had the plague cows was Stronghold Crusader. If you ever played that game, that was probably my favorite, like, castle building, slash, like, Age of Empires, Age of Mythology, those style of games. Um, and yeah, you could fire plague cows from mm. trebuchets, but you had to have dairy farms that had cows. Oh, cool! Yeah, it was it was a super neat game. I, I was one of the best, I think, in terms of like medieval. Whatever that style of game is, what kind of what kind of style of game is that? How do they describe that? Uh, turn based. It's not turn based. No, that's uh, the thing. Is it's it's strateg- RTS
0: real time strategy. Real time strategy. That's the one. Uh, So we are trickling down with questions. I've got three left in the queue. So I'm going to be closing the queue within the next uh, minute and a half, two minutes. So if you want to get your last questions in, make sure to pump them in in the next two minutes. Okay, folks? Two minutes. You got two minutes. This is from Richards. He asks, important job trial question. It's going to be a good one. Luda's, how many wounds? Trick question. You only have one. Catfish six six six. Who is your favorite coworker to shoot the breeze with? Hmm. Well, that depends. Um, if I want question. to, if I want to have an argumentative question or an argumentative um, discussion, discussion, uh, conversation, debate, it's going to be Steve.
1: Steve will debate anything with anyone.
0: Yeah. Um, if I want to have something nonsensical, uh, very whimsical, it's going to be uh, probably Dave. Um, if I want to have something like serious, uh, it's probably going to be Colin. Oh, Hi. Um, I think yeah, sure. I mean, I can probably shoot the breeze with almost everyone, but yeah, that's that's about it. One more question, and then I'm going to be closing the uh, chat. So get them in, get them in, get them in. Come on, come on. Here we go. Uh, Wigdoor asks. What your favorite color of Pokemon?
1: Uh, I'm not quite sure what that means.
0: Yeah, like my favorite color is that like, like type? Is yeah, that, like do that, you, that. Do you mean my like like electricity? Because um, like, <laughs> what's the difference between your favorite color of Pokemon and your do you mean favorite like, color? Mean, I wonder if he means like on the cards. No, color. He just means color. I uh, just
1: like just a color.
0: Like my favorite color?
1: Like like game?
0: Like which game? Maybe oh maybe that's what he means. Favorite color, favorite color of Pokemon? Like like yellow, blue, red, gold, crystal, like that? Wigdoor, what do you mean? Cause I'm gonna I'm gonna close the chat. I uh,
1: I can I can keep you updated if he lets us know. Can, I'm just, generally just close?
0: confused. Colin, do I just hit close? Yeah, you can hit close. Boom, chat is closing in five, four, okay, I think it's three, we, two, and one.
1: I think we are overcomplicating the question. Okay,
0: what is your favorite color of Pokemon? My favorite color of game, the game, because we wouldn't choose game, silver. I love silver because I got the best of both worlds. I got Johto and I got Kanto. Uh, anything above the first 150 Pokemon and then uh, Johto. I don't care. I don't... Chandelier? There's a Pokemon that's a chandelier, folks! Hey, whoa, whoa. I'm gonna slow you down right there. Oh. You want to fight? Gen 3? Cool. No. Everything after Gen 3? Hot garbage. Hot what's What's garbage. Gen 3? What's Gen 3? Uh, that's... Is there a whale? Yeah. No. No whales. What? No. <laughs> Why do you draw the line No whales? No. No. I'm sorry. Whale-mer? I get... Whale there's Lord? Johto. Never mind what Cullen says here, folks. There's Johto, and then there's Kanto. All right? No, I get it. For alligators? For alligators and Charmanders, that's it. Those are the only three. There's only two gens. Any other Pokemon, forget about it. Nothing, no. No,
1: no. Hoenn, man. No, after this chat, you and I are going to have a debate. Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald, great
0: game. No. Excellent game. Blue, green, yellow, red, gold, and silver. That's all you need in your life, folks. You didn't even play green.
1: What? You didn't even play green. What's green? You said Green.
0: Yeah, exactly. You don't even need green. I don't even Actually, know what I'm talking technically,
1: about. Technically, green was an actual game.
0: Exactly. That's why you don't even need it. Trick question. Green was our blue.
1: No, their blue is our blue and red. I think. No, no,
0: green. Okay, redacted. Okay, this is what. Never mind. This is I'm what you need in your life for Pokemon. Okay, you need red. You need blue. You need a little bit of yellow. You need gold, but you need that sweet, sweet silver in your life, you gotta folks. Get that
1: crystal boy. Never what mind
0: is- crystals. What's why are you not Silvers there? and golds. Silver was the best one. But that's all you need in your life, folks. You hear it here, folks. You heard it here first. That's was- all you need.
1: I'm I'm just confused. What was wrong with the one with Swaykun on it? So what is
0: what is, what is-, what is-, what is a Swayku? Sounds like something it's you can order at a Japanese dogs. food
1: restaurant. The legendary dogs that existed in that second generation, my friend. No. It was Raikou, Entei, and Swaykun.
0: No. They were in those games. I don't care. No. no. See, I ha- you know, I have questions to answer. Didn't even play. Didn't even play. Yeah, because they're not needed. Uh, from, is it J. Waddell? J A. J A. J A. Waddell. Oh, man. Uh, with your white scars, did you ever consider a three-man squad of bikes armed with Meltas? Um. Yeah, I did. Um, I mean, I could try it, but uh, I-, I love me some good plasma. Plasma's fun to take. Um, so, but yeah, I could always try it with some, with some other guns. I really gotta modify that, um, the White Scars. Uh, and I really gotta play them. I actually have a really cool vest next time I'm gonna wear with the White Scars. Uh, spoiler alert. This is from K Broham. Vito, have you, uh, I, what? Have you, have you have to deal with Hobby Bloat? I have three armors being worked on and none of them, uh, I've nearly finished to even play a game with hobby bloat um sometimes i mean i'm just so excited with the demons of slanesh right now that um because with demons of slanesh i get three armies out of it i get my uh, aos he Knights of slanesh i get 40k demons of slanesh um and i get demons of the rune storm so i get for one army i get three armies so that's why i'm really excited and i just need to sprinkle a couple units here and here and there um what i'm not excited about is that i have to buy uh eight start collecting boxes um and a whole bunch of other things so this is going to be a bit of an expensive army and i have like 120 demonettes to paint and a whole plethora of other things to paint um but hobby bloat is totally real. Um, back at my parents' house, um, I do have like a whole bunch of historical things. I have like over one hundred and twenty uh, miniatures, both of like late Imperial Romans, early Imperial Romans, a revolt of Spartacus army that I need to paint up. Um, so yeah, I, I can understand the har- hobby bloat. Um, what I find to do with hobby bloat is pick something that you're really passionate about. Pick one thing and narrow it down. Put, kind of put like the horse blinders on and narrow it down. Find something you're really motivated. If you don't have anything motivated to do right now, don't do it, walk away. Don't paint for a week, two weeks, a month, three months. Play a video game, read a book, go outside, play a sport. Uh, if you have a significant other, hang out with them. Hang uh, out with friends, do a board game, go to the movies, do something that you find enjoyable other than painting. Find something that's going to motivate you. And then when you find that motivation, tackle it. Go headlong into it. Knock your head right into that thing. And then um, just do whatever you need to do to find that mojo. Mandalore511 Have you watched Yu Gi Oh! Abridged? Or perhaps more importantly, TTS. TTS. What is TTS? I've not watched Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged, but what I have watched is Dragon Ball Z abridged. By far the best abridged series in the world. Uh, it is more. It is better than Dragon Ball Z. Can you? An abridged show Sorry, is better you know, than I'm
1: the. I'm going to cut you off right there. It's Dragon Ball Z. We're in Canada.
0: It's Dragon Ball Z, bro? Z. Colin, you were my most favorite person to have a meaningful conversation with. Okay? You were my favorite. It's Dragon Ball Z, Not Dragon Ball Z? Okay, you know the intro, Dragon, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z. Not Dragon, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z. Do you know how lame that sounds? sounds Dragon like- Ball Z? Really? No, okay, I well, I don't know what TTS is, um, I'll have to look that up, what TTS is, but uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! A Bridge, I'm going to have to watch watch what that is.
1: Uh, I think it's text-to-speech.
0: Oh, text-to-speech, okay. I have watched um, a little bit of text-to-speech, I don't really find it that funny, I
1: mean, I know... I personally do not like text-to-speech videos. Yeah? I have a strong opinion on them, Okay. I
0: will not voice that. I, I've tried it. I, like, I really, really have tried it. Um, I don't find it all that funny. Um, but hey, to each their own, right? Richards, the morning show you thought about sounds amazing. Cool, thank you. How, realis- how realistic do you think the uh, this idea to be actually done? I mean, it could potentially be um, to be done.
1: I think in order to make it happen, we would have to come in an hour early. Which I'm not opposed to. Nor am I. But it would have to be that thing that we'd have to plan for that day around, right? Because then we'd just have to come in early because I would never want it to have to run to a point where it interferes with, like, a guest that you would have that day.
0: Absolutely. We have to, yeah, exactly. It would be an hour long. We don't want to interfere with the guest coming in and and the daily flow with actual mini-wargaming proper. Um, We'd want to kind of do it... uh, Maybe we could do a format where... um, uh, some of it's, like, maybe those who are tuning in live can can view it. And then, um, like, the Vault members can actually view it. Everyone else, maybe we can put it on YouTube as, like, a, a podcast for viewing purposes. So, we, we have
1: our own podcast platform. Oh, okay. Awesome. Then this show will actually be a podcast forum for anyone watching who wants to listen to this. Oh, well. cool. Then
0: never mind what I just said. So, it all works.
1: Uh, So that's uh, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play, all of those, and all the other podcast apps, I'm pretty sure. So there you go, Vito, now you know.
0: Look at that. So we have ways of making this morning show work. Vito and Cullen in the morning for Good Morning Tara. Oh, I want to do this so bad now, where Cullen and I can disagree and agree on everything. Just get heated. Get heated up in her. And the last question for this sit and talk is going to be from Catfish666. Current favorite music to listen to? Um, So I'm currently listening to a lot of uh, Disturbed. Disturbed is probably my favorite band. Um, My fiance listens to, whenever we clean the house, we listen to a lot of Little Richard. Uh, we blast that really loud. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so I really like listening to Little Richard. Uh, Good God, Miss Molly. Uh, for some reason, whenever um, you know that song, "Old Old Town Road." Yeah. Uh, by Little, is it Little Nas or whatever? It's like um, uh, Miley Cyrus's dad. Uh,
1: yeah, I saw the. Um... There's a new music video up for it, right? There's like
0: 50 music videos for that song. No, anyway, no. Old Town Road, whenever that comes on uh, the radio, I kind of blast that. But I'm also listening to, um, for those of you who don't, uh, Z103.5. They do the Drive at 5, which is Again, like... Again, z
1: 103 z
0: 103 Yeah, which is a Canadian show, but it's pronounced as Z103 because it sounds better. They do the drive at five, which is all like these way back playbacks of like all these like uh, Gino beats. Uh, it just brings me back to the 90s. Uh, so whenever I leave from work, I listen to that and it just brings me back to the 90s. <laughs> I just like it, helps me drive better and buy better faster.
1: I was going to say, yeah, yeah. Like, I just like to blare super loud, obnoxious yeah. music in my car. Um,
0: but I also really. Um, enjoy uh listening to dean martin he's one of my favorites as well uh so it's very kind of eclectic music that i listen to so yeah dean martin i also really enjoy listening to as well and uh that is it for the questions that's it that is it it's done it's done my friends and folks and everyone who's watching on the YouTube. humans computers animals alike yep Thank you everyone uh, for sitting this long with me and Cullen in my very own standalone sit and talk. No Josh, just the helmet and a couple of guests. And by couple, I mean one. Uh, thank you so much for watching. I hope you enjoyed this uh, sit and talk with me, Vito the Vest, uh, and with Cullen, my uh, co host at Arms. Uh, any uh, announcements to. Uh Oh, if you want to watch the uh, Heroes of Herrienburg season... Herrien? What, what did I say? You said Herrien. It's her Yeah, that's what I said. Herrien is what you said. Heroes of Herrienburg. There we go. Whatever. Did Heroes want... of Herrienburg season two where you can catch me as Mrs. Doubtwater and Cullen as... Uh, limp Arrow... Uh, what's your character's name again? Garrett Flugelhorn. Yeah, Limp Arrow Flugelhorn. <laughs> um, where, where we combat whatever mischief we're going to get into. Oh, it's nonsense. Uh, that's on Tuesdays at 12.30 Eastern Time. It's so, released
1: on YouTube on Fridays. at uh, 9. Yeah. And again, podcast form as well.
0: Yeah, so make sure to tune in for that. Um, but until then, my dearest friends... Uh, peace on the streets keep it moist and I love you all till next time peace out everyone see you guys happy war gaming happy war gaming